Hello and welcome to Crumbs, a podcast made by the Crumb Cafe, featuring our coffee-drinking friends. Today on the podcast, we have Emily Powell, a frequent long black drinker and occasional marshmallow eater. She joins us on the beanbags, talk about a whole range of things, from coffee culture to where Miles grew up, all the way through to personal coaching. Enjoy. We're not recording it, are we? Yeah, of course we are. Oh, okay. I was going to say something. I'll say the, other, <laughs> the next thing. Off. Only if we cut it out. What? No, I won't say it. That's right. That's right. But yeah, so it's pretty cool. <clears throat> nice. That's that. That's the Rob Lowe story. Yeah. Oh. I think when I was younger, I was like, if you're busy, you're successful. Hmm. I don't know if you made that correlation I ever. It is dumb, and I've learned that's no, dumb, and mean. I've I learned I've had to slow that, down. The idea of like that, always on the grind, you're always on the hustle, nothing's, oh, a, God, nothing's yeah. a hobby, it's all a side hustle. We used to be That was like trending like, like maybe a year four ago. or five years, like it feels like longer, but it's probably not, like two years ago, everyone's like, side hustle, grind, 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 and Shut I was like, that's the only way I'm going to be successful is if I do that. Yeah, I thought it's weird, there's actually saw a post that said like, the next, there's like people who are younger now are like missing out on having like a hobby. Or something oh, that yeah. isn't like you kind of do something for fun. No, without it being it like, like, how do I monetize this? Yeah. yeah. Or you do it once and you're like, oh, I was good at that. Mm. Oh, I made a sourdough loaf over lockdown. Maybe I should Maybe, fucking start yeah. selling sourdough on Instagram. Yeah. It's like, just make sourdough once for and the be love chill. of it. Yeah, exactly. I used to follow this really cool artist on Instagram, Steen Jones. Yeah. Shout out Steen Jones, really cool artist. Um, done a bit that mural on Mekon Baby. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. I'd help him do that. It was fun. But. At least the stuff he posts, I think it's a little bit his mindset as well. It's very like, yeah. hustling all the time. I work like, you know, 20 hour days all the time. Uh, Super successful off his own back. Yeah. So fair play to him. And obviously he yeah. kind of posts it to not show off or be like, you should do this. He's just no, kind of like, this is who I am. This everyone I always DMs me saying yeah. like, how do you get where you are? And he's like, I work I my ass off. 18 hours, yeah. four days in a row. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah. where I'm at, you yeah. know? Yeah. Which used to be inspirational, and then it got to the point where I was just like, fuck, I feel lazy every time I look on your Instagram. Yeah. Like, I don't. Doesn't make that me feel very good about life. myself, exactly. So I feel like there's, yeah, there's a point where it's helpful. Well, you always have to give back to yourself, right? If you're grinding on this task, if you worked in here every day. Mm, used to do that. But yeah, yeah, you did. Seven till three. But you know what I mean? If that's all you did, the other parts of your life would start to fall apart. Your body would start to fall apart. Yeah. You know, you've got to give bits of yourself to. Yeah, I think lockdown came at a fucking good time too. Oh, for a lot of people. Saved a lot of people. I could that. concur. I um, haven't got sick this winter because of it. I mm. to, like, I literally think it's made everyone like get off the hamster wheel, you know, even if you didn't want to. Hmm. Yeah, well, the first two weeks for me were pretty uncomfortable. Like, I was like, I ought to be doing something. Or mm, I was gonna say that if you you like going seeing people, it's a bit yeah. like ah. yeah. But then, I, like you said, you know, you get three days into your holiday and you start to relax. I got yeah. two weeks into lockdown, <laughs> stopped well, working out three times a day and just chill. enjoyed, took a breath. It didn't make me laugh how everyone became a runner during lockdown. I me. even, I did. I got back on the horse. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go for a run. Fuck yeah. Because then when lockdown's over now, I'll be super keen to CrossFit again. Haven't signed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, yeah. CrossFit Quattro, Ponsonby, they're actually in Kingsland now. Mm. Dave Astley, great coach. Are they still at CrossFit? They are still at CrossFit, because CrossFit's now being 100% sold to someone else. Uh-huh. Greg Glassman's out. If you don't know the CrossFit controversy, then don't worry about that. Yeah, no, you've lost Or go me. Google it. CrossFit was <laughs> Live Google. Because the owner said some pretty stupid and hectic stuff during about the very what? tentative times with COVID-19 and um, uh, George Floyd. Mm, okay. Dumb guy, mm-hmm. and then yeah, he had to sell all of it because it's a business basically. So, wow, yeah, mm, yes, lockdown was good though, in some weird way. With the amount of people that I know that wouldn't mind another little two week ISO, yeah, it before, eh? yeah, it's it's a good sentiment. Obviously, you wouldn't actually want to go back into it. No, would not want to be in Melbourne right now, that's for sure. But is it crazy the amount of people that were like, I want my life to slow down again? Mm. Fix your life then. I was going to say, well, but that's, I th- that's a conscious, you know, you can make a conscious effort to slow down, which is why I think. You said something earlier before we actually started about making a conscious effort to do something. To maybe. not fill my weekends with. Yeah, maybe just that idea. With of, like, activity and time. And, well. Yeah, and time alone. 
It's really important. I mean, I spend a majority of my week by myself, but just not... In a working capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your brain is still very busy, mm. but it's like... But you're kind of engaging with the internet world. Oh, yeah. With a job, right? 24... So, no, like 20... Yeah, 24-7. outside of your job, by yeah. the sounds of it. When you go to yeah. Northland, you're like... On the, in the internet vibe still, right? Oh, I, well, I feel, like, compelled to. It's like, when I'm up north, it's it's so quiet. Like, I literally grew up in the middle of nowhere. Do like, you, what, when you say compelled, do you mean that in a way of, like, it's bad? Like, I feel like I have to be looking what's well, going just, on? Or yeah. Or you're just a bit like, oh... Well, I like, feel is like it like I'm almost a, like a... Yeah, like, like a little tick, twitch. Right? Like, yeah. oh, weird sense of FOMO comes over me when I, when I leave Auckland. Because mm. Auckland is so, so home for me now. Been here five years. I feel out of place when I go up north now mm, compared to I feel like I belong in Auckland if that makes sense like I feel comfortable here just I'm Is not ang- like I'm not as anxious yeah did you always have like an anxiety gro- like when you were growing up then like were you being in a small place where you grew up so you spent like a good portion of your life 17 years yeah <laughs> um, no because I don't I don't think you you, you don't know what you don't know so I didn't know what I was missing out on necessarily. Yeah. Mum and dad like installed in us from a very young mm. age that there is like far more than what's around you right now. Never forget that. Mm. But enjoy what you've got whilst you've got it here kind of thing. So For like sure. knew how like and they installed how lucky we are to live on a West Coast beach in New Zealand and that where you live is fucking beautiful. Like Appreciate you've not really sure. gone anywhere else in the world, but we're telling you this is really cool. Um, you must don't need to me go anywhere else is almost what they're saying yeah basically but just like appreciate this what you've got but also they would like saying get the fuck out of here but yeah and then, <laughs> and then go explore the world like they did in their 20s you know they traveled to europe when they were in their 20s and um instilled that yeah we want you to go out and explore the place but still appreciate what you got us you got it you know. i think that's super important for people to fuck be taught yeah. that way for like, sure see some shit come back to us when you can yeah i always feel that about new zealand as well as a place because I'd meet lots of Kiwis overseas, like, in the UK and stuff, yeah. who were just like, oh, fucking Auckland's so small, I hate New Zealand, <laughs> rah, rah, rah. And I was like, I can't wait for you to have been away from Auckland for maybe another nine months to a yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And then go back and you'd be like, oh, sick, yeah, cool. I You'll start to appreciate it. it. Now. Exactly. You know, rather like... than just growing up somewhere and being like, oh, this and that. You always find problems with anything. Yeah, know? exactly. So it's probably why people who are, like, super rich and successful and celebrities still, still fucking have depressed. massive problems. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, there's a whole other reasons that happens. Yeah, there's like, a lot more you, to that. What was the thing, Crumb? It's something. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. <laughs> the other one used to be Crumb. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's that. It's like, should we send that out? Yeah, fuck it. Go on then. I like that. I like that. We all need a little bit more fuck it in our lives, I think. Not something take life too seriously. Well, that's so what we are just touching on, I think. We'll yeah. be saying, just change your life, mate. Well... Don't be a make like you're saying, oh, I need another lockdown. It's like you can no, create that vibe for yourself. Exactly. Sleep's important. Hours, hours before midnight. That's the get it. I was literally asleep at half seven last night. <laughs> and do you still feel like a piece of shit or slightly better? Yeah. Well, well rested. Good. Too rested. But you're pretty yeah. on form today. Yeah. Mm. It's the hours before midnight that really count. My mum always instilled that in me. I just told her she was stupid. Mm, now I've come round at 23 and it's like, fuck, mum was right. That's yeah. pretty much every week of my life. I either you say or do that. things that are more like my parents, yeah. or I start going, oh, you were worried about that. Yeah. I think the, the, the first one is more worrying. Yeah. They're like, fuck, that's I'm, literally what my dad said. I'm turning into why my father. Why am I saying that? Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. Which is why, again, the get out of jail free card. It's just like, oh, I'm a dad now, so I can just be a dad. Yeah. And say lame stuff now. Yeah, exactly. You know? But, so uh, dad say very English sayings. Yeah. Like they got some like really. I spoke about that on the pilot podcast of him just never using swear words. <laughs> just coming with ridiculous statements. Really. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Bennett. That's a good one. I'm like, who's Gordon and who's Bennett and why are they together in the statement rather than saying something? Oh, Gordon Bennett. Like, who the fuck is that? I don't know. You just say fuck, Dad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bleeding Henry. That's a good one. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, well, I don't know what's up with Henry, but he's bleeding. <laughs> he's fucked. But I feel that's a really good trait to have as a person, that if you were to swear about something, people are like, oh, god damn, this person is angry right. or annoyed. You know? Whereas, like, you and I, that oh, there's, there's blasphemy in there's just every second sentence. everything terrible yeah. comes out of my mouth at all times. Yeah. So. And I feel like it will get animated or pretty, like, 
I want to say aggressive, but annoyed about something fairly easily. Mm. If, I want to, if I want to talk about something, you know, like I'll, I could get super annoyed about the council just for that, you know. There's not really <laughs> anything that matters, you know. I thought about that so coming that, into this podcast. <laughs> I was like, with, with tech we're not talking about council. Shout out as well. <laughs> we're not talking council. We're not. That was my goal coming but into I this. But I don't know if that's, a, I don't know, I can't speak about myself as if I'm not myself. That yeah. People would be like, hard to know if I'm actually super pissed off about something. Right, because you, quite you passionate swear about everything. frequently. Yeah. Maybe that's the way to put it. Yeah. Make myself sound better. Passionate about too many pretty, things. Pretty vocally passionate on quite a few topics. Yeah. yeah. I just like to swear. It just makes me feel good. Yeah. I think that's enough to just... Fuck no? It. Potty mouth power. Yeah. Potty mouth power. I remember when my... my like started, When I started to swear and I was younger and still lived at home and my dad hated it. And my mum would just laugh. I know, I was like, I lived, I lived with my parents for two years. at some point, so I guess in your life? I mean, also like, so, you know, you have to read the room. I'm not going to drop a F-bomb. Like, grandma, young children. If I'm near someone's parents, I'm going to try and avoid swearing. Yeah, exactly. More, like, oh, it's nice for that. Like, if other people's parents are like, oh, your mate, that mate's nice, you're like, that's, yeah. that's I think how we should yeah, exactly. Towards, right? No, I think if I'm swearing, I'm comfortable. If that makes sense. Because that's what I was saying about someone, which was really nice about this week's opening with yeah. Dimitri's opening. That what is it you like? You judge a, a man's character by the company he keeps. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. That Something I was like, like that. everyone's really respectful and awesome. I was like, oh, you must be a real a really nice good dude. person. Yeah. I've only had great interactions with Dimitri, but you know, yeah. as a whole, I was like, oh, impressed. So no cussing. Is that basically what you're saying? Nah, but like, if, <laughs> <laughs> fucking love the cussing. <laughs> Cussing. Cussing. It did look That's like you pulled a great crowd, though. Huh? It looked like you pulled a great it crowd. Proud. I drove past earlier in the eve, and um, about eight about fifty people. Here yeah, that's plus. awesome. It's wicked. Community, man. That's why I love this place. Yeah. It reminds me of Bailey's Beach, Darlingville. Yeah. But my point was more like, if I am that person who is then yeah. like respectful to the parents, then they're gonna actually respect their own child yeah. more and be exactly. like, oh, they keep good company. I did well. This person didn't roll in like, hey, I'm Miles, you fucking cunt. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone just be like, oh god, Isaac's gone off the rails, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's bloody. This is this is the guy he works Very for. true. No, I'm the friend. Oh, true. Yeah, that's yeah. actually yeah, that's probably a better point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't meet many friends' parents. No. No. I guess you get into your twenties and don't really meet. Appearance, you're not going around for sleepovers anymore. There's a song right? I recently discovered, and it's all about old friends. And the lyric is like, You can't make old friends. And I'm like, That's a really good point. Like, an interesting to you, think about that. Like, you obviously you can't make old friends, but it's that way of like people you've grown up with. And that, and one of the other lyrics is like, I've never seen any of my new friends' parents' like backyard or something true, like true. that. Like, you know, yeah. you've had dinner at your best, you have a different connection. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, you bump You know into... their house is good as your own almost. Exactly. Sort of thing, right? They're kind of, well, to me, it's like, like I'm, there's a few people in Auckland that I see regularly, like I bump into from home and I'll stop there and talk to them for half an hour. Mm. It's just like coming home a little bit, you know, and it's just like this, you just know everything about the person because you grew up with them from a kid. You ran naked in their backyard and summer through a, like a, through a, you know, like a water fountain or you, you, you know happened. what I mean? You know what I mean, though? There's just, you've just you got, you've just, for like five the, years the history. Like, yeah, exactly. The history's there. I know your parents. I've stayed at your house. The, the, yeah. I feel like that's also to do with having like many layers of personal jokes with people. Yeah. I feel like I have that with my brothers as well, that we don't actually have like a close relationship in the sense of, that was some more air quotes for an audio related yeah. thing. <laughs> um, that we just have these like, you know, 30 jokes that we always make, but we don't really talk on like a day to day basis. Like, what are you actually yeah. up to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I just asked my mum what you were up to, this, yeah. you know, now. Yeah. It's just like you have those things you just always start talking mm. about and have a laugh about. Not I like how we're now that. saying that inherently having your own business or wanting to buy a house or getting married equals your life is together and no, success. No, definitely not. That's what we've almost qualified with those statements. So you don't believe that's what that is? No. No? Mm-mm. I don't what think success I, well, to you, M Pal? It, it's changed a lot. But I mean, let's just bear in mind when? I'm 23. Um, Harder stage to be. 23. Harder stage to be. Is it? I think so, because you know enough, but you're still developing. Hamstringed by your own fucking lack of life experience. I believe it's hamstrung, but fine, you're 23, that's okay. 
I'm hamstrung. Oh, yeah, I guess it's or, to do with Lobos experience, but I think it's also just like, this is Lobos and things, yeah. More momentum and m- money and, you know. Um, what's, what's success? Success was what I asked, but you um, didn't answer that question. I used to think it was like, I, had, I was quite image conscious and like status focused, right? So it's sort of like, you know, I'm 18, I want to be working for this company and earning mm. this amount of money and I want to be able to buy this house and I was kind of like your old man Malcolm ticking boxes of life kind of thing, you know? Shout out Malcolm. But, um, <laughs> no shout out. Yeah, the, the grind was Fuck pretty hard that on that for a few years and I was like, how do people do this? This is fucking hard. This is, mm. And it's not like I stopped wanting to work towards that but I think my that wasn't my only driver in life was Your to achieve those things I guess changed the road to that success yeah. shifted that you like can still yeah. do that but it doesn't have to be have fast. to be so hard and fast and fucking all the time and sort of just like slow down a little bit and live a happier life I think you were saying before is like the people with money millionaires like or owners of huge companies you know half of them still aren't happy or you were talking about musicians that half of them that you're interviewing half of the money aren't happy with the, their it's lives you know half. what i mean you know what i mean so it's like well, it's just like more money more problems right exactly but Shout it's just like well. find this might well, sound quite i just like find happiness in yourself and your life before you go out and start searching for it in other things basically is what i've come to because no matter what job i have what salary bracket i'm in or what business i'm working for if I'm not happy throughout that process of getting there, I'm not going to be happy when I get to it, am I? Of course, it's so. like an endless fight to get to the next Exactly. Stage. So I think that's something I came to term with pretty early on, after about two years of grinding and realising this isn't bringing me joy. <laughs> I was like, something <laughs> you lazy bitch something, something needs to change. You know, shit hit the fan. I'm like, okay, let's reassess this process of like mm. how I'm trying to run my life. And I look to my left and my brothers, you know, going surfing every weekend and still managing to have a successful career. And he's really enjoying his life. Mm. And it kind of like, you know, you look to the people around you, right? And it puts things in perspective. And I'm just like, yeah. Hopefully if you've got good people around you. Yeah, which yeah. I do. Very yeah, lucky lucky too but um yeah i mean it sounds pretty lame but be happy why is that lame i mean it's quite cliche simple it's pretty lame. cliche it's just be happy and i think that's all i'd like to to bring to the world as well like bring happy like you know bring happiness not to people be not be shit that's why i'm nice to strangers <laughs> 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 and there we go Manifesto complete. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Have, do you, are your parents together? Mm-hmm. Your parents are still yeah. together? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your parents are together? It must be like... I know people, you know? So but they started a business after they got divorced, so it's a bit weird. That is a oh, very true. strange setup. It's a whole other podcast. Wow. <laughs> there's going to be the Isaac that? podcast where it's like, let's it. learn about Isaac, and then there's going to be the Christmas special cancel podcast. We're going to make it a Christmas special. We'll have Santa hats on, we'll get violently drunk on eggnog lattes with alcohol in or something throw up everywhere well, yeah as long as it's not fucking mulled wine bro that shit is the fucking huh? worst you know mulled wine in general is pretty shit true I'm not a wine gal well you're straight edge now I yeah. used, to, used to love rosé mm. used to love you still love it though don't you but you just don't drink it just, is that how you know you would put it or do you not love it anymore it's an interesting idea yeah, if you stop a... something in terms of like say alcohol do you still you can still be like oh, I really like I can that still drink. enjoy it it's like if you give up sugar, right? And then you have a bit of chocolate and you're like, holy shit, that is so much sweeter than I remembered it. Mm. It's just like alcohol. So I stopped drinking. And like there was no, a, there was a reason for me having a glass. And I was just like, wow, that went straight to my head. That is so much stronger than I remembered it. I swear I used to be able to down a bottle of wine and it wouldn't touch the sides. And now it's like that went straight to my head and I can't, I, I don't need another one. It's like starting drinking when you're a teenager. This is literally going back to zero. Mm. But you feel it. You feel it more in like a bad way. Like, oh, that's a bit much. Whereas when you're changing, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, loving this. We're Two yeah. Now I'm just like, yeah, no, that's enough. I'm good. Yeah. Cheap date. Yeah. So, like so wine, have wine, you guys you ever struggled with stopping drinking? Like, have you ever got to the point where like, am I drinking enough? Like too much. Sorry. Like, is this? No, I've never this, been like I'm gonna have a drink every so you've day. You've never had that ism of. And then being like, oh, now nah, I like drink every day. I'm getting real bad. Yeah. I thought about it more that I'm like, ah. Oh. Do you feel like you've got a you healthy know, relationship like a with alcohol? Like a, a good relationship. Like a healthy relationship with alcohol. Yeah. 
I think so. I don't yeah. really have as much like opportunities to go and get fucked up. Yeah, you have a child. Anymore. Yeah. Let me save that for the crumb opening nights. <laughs> it works out just once a month, which I have pretty it's good. It's good to have a monthly blowout. Yeah, for sure. sure. I feel like the only times I've really done stuff with that is more, you know, just like if you go through like a, a worse mental health thing and then you might oh, have yeah. a few beers and you're like, this is just making it way yeah. worse. The or you realise a little bit, as well. like, mm, I've had like a drink for the last three nights because I've been feeling real shit every night yep. and I'm trying to like compensate. Anxiety Which I guess I would count myself fortunate to be able to realise those moments mm. or be that aware my own mental health yeah, totally. struggles or whatever you want to call yeah. it to be like oh I don't think this has happened you're dabbling in that to help yeah. to stop that you know yeah. it's actually covering it and making yeah. it worse yeah yeah, for sure rather Can than relate an to alcoholic that. episode of no. drinking solid for no. a month and then being like what the fuck just happened and I've never been there myself but I certainly know when I've had a shit week and I mm. used to want a glass of wine I was like I'm actually not going to allow myself to do that I think keeping yourself busy and like doing whether it's a routine or just like I guess that's why there are advantages of having like a hustle or like always filling a time machine. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have that lull period to do stupid shit. Yeah, or you don't have time to then be like a fucking alcoholic. Like yeah. some people are really high functioning drug addicts and alcoholics, you know. Mm. And sometimes that almost is almost encouraged once you get into big business and stuff mm. in some ways or other things where it's like oh you need to do coke to fucking keep up with the speed and stuff like that Fuck whatever that. it is or Ritalin etc um, um, as well as it can maybe be a bad thing that you're like if I'm just always hustling then I can like turn off the mm-hmm. whole you know you're really depressed mate no nah, no nah, if I'm busy all the time I don't I have don't time feel to anything yeah. exactly it's like having enough time to sit with your own thoughts and realising oh shit I've got a bit bit of work to do here yeah, yeah. For sure. Which you're always going to have to end this work in progress oh, yeah. until you die. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, mean, I think is a, that's a good thing to come to terms with. Totally. Just come to terms with the fact that like things will never just be like that whole idea of like, I finished the exam paper, put it down, it's done. You know, yeah. I've, I've completed that. No. Whatever the results are, sweet. It's like, it's always ongoing. It's like we have to realize if you have your own business, like yeah. you get to a thing where you're like, oh, we've just released this thing or mm-hmm. we've done that. And like, that's all done. It, it doesn't then just become like cool for a month you just do nothing it's like what's the next thing that yeah. comes out a staff member wants to then like leave yeah. you get a new one and then this swaps and it's always yeah. that ongoing like totally. different um what well, would you say but, it's um, just constant personal development for yourself right so it's like character building maybe. yeah i mean we all, you've you've all had hmm, say like personal traumas or shit go down in your own life that you have to like work through and pass and it's like okay got through that that's what I call it, mate, character building. Yeah, actually, though. A few years ago, I was just like, mm, that's, a, uh, that's an easy way to, like, um, compensate with dealing with, like, shit that happens in your life, is to just be like, well, it's going to change me as a person, whether it's yeah. good or bad. It's still, yeah, like, whether I like it or not, it still happens. Way. Yeah, And exactly. then I can have the choice of, to like, how you need to then fully yeah. actually deal with that to become, like, a better version of it's that It's not character. really the issue, it's how you deal with it, right? Yeah, I guess it depends. Some issues are pretty hectic. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but if you can't change the circumstances, then it's... I guess you could argue that you can't ever change that, the outcomes of things. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. That's stoicism, bro. Bruh. Well, maybe one that's saying what you're saying, like, well, I the can't... issue's going to just be there, so then how you deal with it is how you answer it, yeah. Exactly. That's a good point, yeah. I am from Woking in Surrey, which is about... Is it quite posh? Some of it is, yeah. It's a very good mix of how the UK basically after, I feel like it was post-World War Two, had to rebuild a lot of houses and communities and stuff, obviously. And they were like, well, why don't we basically mix all of the kind of like council flats and houses and everything and the big terrace houses, which are more affordable, quote unquote, mm. with the mansions that potentially are left, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if it's across a river from each other, it's like, let's have the community nice. mix. So you get the hyper rich with the super poor. Love that. And then it creates more of a middle class. Yeah. The people in the middle get to see a bit of both. Uh-huh. Which when I look back on my time, like going to high school and stuff, <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> um, I think it was actually really beneficial. Or just really interesting. Well, just having insight into how the other yeah, half live, right? On both halves. Having, having... And being like, sick, I'm pretty comfortable in the middle here. I don't have to deal with either of the bullshit problems that mm. both sides come across. Yeah. Okay, bullshit problems and if being rich, but real life struggles. When yeah, I was going right. to say. Yeah. No? Just having awareness, though, I think is important, right? 
Yeah, for sure. Having to I think it's, adva- it's really awesome to have that set up. I had that growing up as well. Wow. See both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Came to Auckland and saw real wealth though, and I was like, holy shit, this is a whole other world. So what made you want to come to New Zealand? My partner was a Kiwi. So we were like, ah, oh, let's come here for a bit. Because we, so we, we met and then we were together for like a year in the UK and then yeah. we came back here for like four months or something, did a mm. good trip, drove around the whole of New Zealand in a sick little four by four thing, saw like so much cool shit here. And even that time, um, it was like, I did have a return ticket, but it was, I think I actually came on a work holiday visa just in case we mm-hmm. stayed for a bit longer because mm. we weren't really sure what we were doing. Yeah. Um, and then we were like, oh, let's go back and then maybe move to London or something rather than being and working, which yeah. is exactly what we did. Yeah. And we were there for like two and a bit years, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. But it got to that point where it was like, fuck, London's just so hectic. Really? Which I think happens to a lot of people. Some people are like, nah, like they might what, move back so- and they lived in London for like five years and they're like, I'd go back like that. Like, it's such a cool place. Too fast for me, pace, was, too, yeah, too just, intense. Like the thing the, that I didn't like as well is that you become... I mean, I've literally never been there, so... It's, I mean, there's like 15 million people there in the working week in a space like that's well. massive, but still not massive. And everything's built on top of each other in a weird way, which okay. is really cool to see that architecture you've got a building from like fucking 1600s or whatever, like from House of Parliament. Like but so like a kind of thing, but then there's like sensory overload of built around. Yes. Yeah, there's so many cool points to it. It's like being in a big city where it's like, yeah. oh, it's 3am on a Tuesday, but you can get so much food. Right, right, right. Whereas 3am, even on like a Friday or Saturday in Auckland, it's like, mm, mm. is there anywhere right apart from the dumpling houses? Like, is Mecca's? Nah. Yeah, or something. I'm in bed, I don't know. Fast asleep. It was just, maybe it's the fast pace, and we used to live central, central London, literally like in fucking Trafalgar Square, pretty much. Right. So you walk That's out your door, so- and it's like, boom, there's 100,000 people on the street. <laughs> Not quite, but... They'd be quite cool, though. So, so cool. For a while. Yeah. But true. after a couple of years, it was like, fuck, this is hectic. And I think it's paid off really well for me being in somewhere like New Zealand and Auckland where there's less opportunities, but there's less people going for those opportunities. Yeah. So you have more chance, but also you mm-hmm. could say the same chances in London. There's a million opportunities, but there's 15 million people going for every opportunity. Yeah, so exactly. There's more opportunities, but maybe they're less meaningful. Yeah. You know? And if you want to do something creative, like be an artist or figure out the thoughts I was trying to have at the time it was just quite like I don't know where to start right okay you know how do I become this like Steen Jones guy you know Mm -hmm. whatever same thing doing murals every fucking week and painting art and selling shit when you're just in this absolute whirlwind of stuff happening whereas here you've got that kind of oh well I either apply for this grant or I try and like paint this one mural a year that gets painted otherwise there's nothing cool So you kind of can focus on goals a yeah. bit easier, I think. Yeah. Slower pace. Yeah. More time to... But also, like, I lived there when I was from, like, 22-ish to, like, 24, whatever it was, 23 to 25. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit younger than that, even, actually. Okay. So then I've My been age. here, like, growing up, yeah. you know, yeah. or getting yeah. older, so it might just be that as well. Mm. I also didn't like the way, I was going to say, like, I don't know if the term like become a Londoner is, but like you're the person who's walking at such a fast pace, it's like a workout walk pace for most people, mm-hmm. but that's just how fast you walk around the city. Because mm. you're like, I'm getting on this tube, I know exactly where walking I'm going, with following my little map, yeah. You and then you've got these people just dilly dallying about because they're like in London having a nice weekend. Right. And you, you are just fuck out of like, my way. Yeah. Yeah. Smashing into people. I'd like, like that with around, most people your music day to day. Blaring in your ears, just like fucking. That's me in the that's me in the supermarket most days. Yeah, you'd have full yeah. psycho if you live there. Especially if you live in Central. So, like, every yeah, time you commute I, home, I probably wouldn't last pop out at Leicester Square Station. It's like, fuck! <laughs> you know, it's not like you're in Central to go home to, like, right. East London and it's like, oh, there's a few people knocking about at Seven Sisters. Cool. Mm. No. Since I was, like, 14, I started working out on a very regular basis. I played a lot of sport as a kid. Like a- and I have an athletic build. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, this. That's what I mean more. Athletic build is a good way to put it. Yeah, I have an athletic build. I wouldn't say I'm like okay, slim and lanky by been any means. I have in two years. My dad is, is like, like, yeah, I don't have the same body type as you. But then also I don't really eat much in a day because I'm like just, and I'm up on my feet for like right. 10 hours a day. So I have to be quite conscious of how much, like, what I consume. Yeah, to stay a certain size. Do you think that's pretty crazy that it's like from age 14 you've been that conscious yeah. of that stuff? Yeah, no, I don't think it was particularly healthy for a few years. Mm. Like... It just, all of a sudden, there was just like a, something clicked in my teenage brain that was like, 
I don't know whether it was. I, I don't think I even had social media at fourteen. I don't like. I think we might have still had. No, uh, we have maybe. Wi-Fi. I don't know what. It, I don't know if we had like. Ten years ago. Had, yeah, I don't know. Would have been the start of that. Instagram. Definitely wasn't a thing. Ten Facebook years ago, was ten it? years old. Yeah, least. maybe it was Facebook. I don't know. It was just an awareness. My of, space must be fifteen years um, ago now. Other women. I think I just mm. sort of just was like aware of my body all of a sudden and was like made this correlation with. To look a certain way. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes and I'm not sure where that. Yeah, I'm not sure where that's like where that came from. I couldn't tell you what the trigger was. I just remember one day, I was in like the lounge of our house, and because we lived right on the beach, and I saw a girl going for a run. Mm. I was like, "What's she running for? Yeah. <laughs> Why is she running?" Like and I was like, "Ah, oh, she's she's running to stay fit, to stay slim." So I just sort of like paired that together, and then. I started doing that and all of a sudden I was getting praise from my peers for looking a certain way because of mm. the exercise I was doing and then I just made this connection. I was like, in order to... By you peers. Know, by peers, I mean girls and boys in my at my school. With but like, and then it was kind of like a positive reinforcement. Yeah. That so I was like, okay, cool. But no, I didn't have... It definitely up. didn't have like a, um, a negative intention. I wasn't trying to do any, you know... It was like, oh, I want to be strong, healthy, and fit. Let's mm. let's start training. Yeah, it um, it's going to make gonna... me better at netball, make me better athletics. I'm going to train, and then I was started to see like physical changes within myself, and peers were praising me for the way I looked. So I just kept it up. So it's like, oh, I quite like this. I've never really been. No one's ever told me I'm particularly attractive. You know, like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, you, sure. know, you reach puberty and shit, and you get to high school, and people like start to say that you look kind of cute. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is kinda nice. Cute. Like people complimenting me of the way I look so I just kept doing it but it was when I kept doing it that it wasn't the healthiest like mm. through high school like just was too thin and wasn't eating enough basically and nice. finished school and I was like mm, Do I start this anymore? sucks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this really sucks um, I'm gonna stop putting such a pressure on myself to be a certain size because no one else cares like, like I think that's the thing is no one notices what I feel like size there's, a, there's a level you get to it where it's like it's noticeable and then it's like you could be two sizes less and people are still just thinking of the same yeah completely thing. or it's like during iso people either got really fit or re- like all gained weight right i think was the general consensus and i didn't stay as fit as i was previously the gym wasn't open wasn't doing the same yeah. kind of exercise right and i was like oh my god I've gained weight. I can't possibly go back to the gym. I'm People a whale. Are see oh, me. No, yeah. People are going to judge me. Oh my God, my gym gear fits tighter than it used to. And my boyfriend just goes, I'm like, no one gives a shit. Like, you know, people don't even look at you like that. Like, everyone is at the gym to better themselves and no one is looking at you. Oh, you know what I mean? They're all worried about themselves. Yeah, exactly. We all care about ourselves so well, much. Yeah, you know, in a bad way as well that everyone's so self-centered. Oh, yeah. At you and far. I'm under no impression that I'm, I'm, pr- I'm quite a, vain. It's so. a weird... <laughs> I've been told <laughs> and I accept it now well you care about the way you look more than others do but least than others do also yeah the, I, I mean, think so I know definitely know people who care way more than you do there's levels of giving a fuck I think yes, right definitely. it's like I want to present well if I meet someone new I, I want them to have a good good first impression I'm not gonna roll up here and looking like trash but I'm also mm. not opposed to the fact that my teeth aren't straight and white and I'm not you know what I mean like yeah. I don't really like I'm not bothered by these huge things I just want to feel the best of myself yeah. to you want to feel confident exactly. with, in yourself how yeah. do you feel which is where that that whole issue with exercise came from I suppose is because I wanted to feel confident myself and I was feeling confident when people praised me because I was a size six mm. you know but, it but it's like matter. no because you grow you up get, and you realize no one really gives a shit what size pair of jeans like they wear yeah. getting the praise and right. I think that's why my goal in life is just to be happy I and I think sometimes you think oh I'll do this because this person hopefully will have this reaction and they don't and you feel even worse yeah. whereas if you like do something I find this like making art or sometimes a decision on other things through. and you do it for yourself opposed to what the other yeah, person thinks yeah and then you do it for yourself and then even if no one cares or not you're like oh but I still love that thing yeah because that's what I wanted that's, what, yeah. that's the vision I had yeah, exactly. When you do combine both, I guess that's the old not when. Well, I was going to say is that um, like when someone commissions a piece of artwork for you. Yeah, yeah do I you... really like it and they're also stoked, I guess that's cool. Yeah. It's more of like I was to make something and I was purely like that. I think that's fucking wicked. Yeah. Like with all the stuff that I'd made for this show and I was yeah. sold, I was like, oh, that's cool. Because I was like, I think this looks great and I really yeah. give a fuck if anyone likes it. Yeah, exactly. This is for me. Better, better to make than yeah. all the other stuff I used to do. Yeah. Sounds like the ultimate double win. Yeah. I don't know when I 
Uh, like, I used to draw shit, and then I was like, it'd be cool to do, be an artist, and I yeah. enjoy this the most, and get satisfaction. So you studied it, right? You, like, you went to an art school? Not really, no. No? I did it in, like, I wasn't saying that you had to do that. Was no. Was that your natural progression? Was like, I <laughs> like painting, studying I'm going to go in art school. For sure. Yeah. Especially if you're maybe a more traditional artist, whatever that means. Mm. If you want to paint portraits and shit, definitely go to art school. And now I realise the benefit of being... In a space it. where you can spend 24-7 of your time making Working art for like craft. three years. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now it's like trying to fit it in amongst the crazy hectic life mm. you live. So there's definitely mm. advantages to university. As much as I'm also like, don't go to uni unless you know you want to. But was Especially just... if you're a guy, like just fucking stop education when you're 16, work for 10 years, and oh, then yeah. figure out what you want to do. Because well, you don't know what you want to do. And then you go through puberty on an even like higher level, yeah. you're like 18 and shit, you're drinking. It's like, you just want to fuck people. <laughs> Drink beer, get fucking yeah. stoned with your mates and do loads of drugs and shit and just then worry sure. about it all in a few years. I mean... Which you should be able to do probably. It's probably good to do that. I did that at uni. There you go. My, uh... But you then have loads of debt to just have done that. It's like, just get a credit card and get the debt instead, mate, and go and party. It's not bad advice. I mean, Maybe. I, I finished school at 17, so I was, like, quite young for my year. And the way of... I was going to do a second commerce conjoint degree at Auckland Uni. And I was just like... I quite like taking photos, Mum. I've got this really good camera. I did really good at school. But let me just do this course for two years. Mm. If it sucks and I turn out I'm shit at taking photos, I'll only be 19 and I'll go do the old psych and commerce and yeah. just work it out. But, yeah, I would not recommend forcing yourself into studying something that no. you're not really passionate about. I think the only reason I came out of that photography, I think it was a diploma, commercial photography mm. diploma, with, with something to do beyond it was because I actually cared about it and I really liked yeah, it and I enjoyed it and did really well at it because I didn't mind spending seven days a week working on it. Yeah, like obviously if you want to be a fucking doctor, there's only one way to do that. Yeah. You know, we know fucking backstreet surgeries to people and shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, but yeah. it's just that weird thing of people Don't being like, oh, my parents it. think I should go and do a law degree. And no. Like, well, I'll see you when you drop out in a year and a half Yeah, then. what the fuck do you want to do? Yeah, and if you don't know, yeah. go get some life experience. For sure. I've said that like to I've tons said that of people. A few times, maybe on the podcast or not, but I remember not going to uni and loads of my mates going to uni, mm. and just thinking, well, if I work for the next three years, like I'm going to have three more years work experience on you. So when you come back mm-hmm. to our hometown, and this is what loads of them did with your psychology degrees and shit like that. Mm. I'm not trying to berate those degrees, mm-hmm. but like they're not exactly like, like I'm saying like you go and do medicine or you yeah. actually want to be a lawyer. There's not a direct job linked with that like, degree. Yeah. I'm going to do this degree because it means I can get lots of jobs with it. Yeah. And sometimes you need that bit of paper totally, to get a certain level and a certain, a certain but, degree of pay, etc. Right. Yeah. Um. So fair enough if you want to have that before you get into the career or something. But I was like, you're just going to come back, work back in like the supermarket you did, which is about four yeah. or five people I know did exact thing and then go, oh, then I'm just going to work this and I have a job to find like the, the architect the right, job yeah. I want to do yeah. or the whatever or become a writer or do some other thing. And I'm just like, well, I know you've ever done that. So you just, and now you have like 30,000 pounds yeah. debt. Exactly. Whereas I'm just going to make money, get hired with my friends and have a great time for three years fuck around and then during that time frame of not going to uni was then when I met my ex-partner mm. came to New Zealand was like mind blown by coming to a whole new still did you ever been here before? Culture. No. not before that no right. but it's such a different place and seeing like places like Golden Bay and Queenstown mm. and fucking Nelson and shit just being like mm. what the fuck look at this amazing <laughs> thing mm. This isn't Woking. Was it like... This isn't a fucking grey town centre where everyone hates their life and I'm getting fucking threatened for having you ever, hair and skinny jeans. Like, this is fucking beautiful. Did you have, like, a concept of New Zealand before you got here and you were like, this, oh, this totally lives up... like everyone else. That was it. <laughs> Say that again. Lord, Lord of the Rings. And that so was I knew it. there was, was your... an epic uh, landscape, but that can't ever compare to when you're actually there. Right. Everyone's seen, like, whatever, the Colosseum or... You fucking lean a tower of Pisa and photos. But when you're yeah. actually there, you're like, what the fuck? This thing is actually here. Or seeing yeah. with like the Sistine Chapel ceiling, course, you know, yeah. like a photo or a internet video is not actually capturing when you're real yeah. life in the moment. And yeah. you can see the fucking brush stroke or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's like why real life is real life, right? So you, you fell in love with, that. with New Zealand? Yeah, I was like, this place is fucking awesome. Did you like our coffee culture? Do you think we have a bit yes. of coffee culture than the UK? That was one of the things I came back with saying like, even if in the UK you might have the best of their best is higher than somewhere in, in all of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. New Zealand's bar is so high on an average of everything. That's really good to know. 
like I spent most of my time in this area, as in like the Grayland Ponsonby area. Yeah. So I was uh, was seeing more of the elite level hospitality. I yeah. guess. A lot of the good cafes you would find, I would find in London, were like ah. Oh. Yeah, that's run by New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, well, run by or Kiwis. That yeah. as well. And then, like, then so, moving oh, to London, yeah, right. went and then sought out a lot of the places that were run by Kiwis mm. after them being like, this place is great. That's really cool. But it, I don't even know when it was. Because even when I moved to New Zealand, I thought, I should really want to push the art thing more. Right. But still didn't. Yeah. And then I just had this weird idea in my head for, like, probably, like, five years before actually even starting Crumb. Of like, it'd be really cool to have this huge space. I was always thinking like a cool warehouse conversion. Yeah. You do like, you see them in London and Melbourne and places like that. Yeah. And it would be like, we have cool fucking brands. They sell clothes there or yeah. whatever, or clothes that I make and whatever. Like a concept store with coffee. There's a cafe element mm-hmm. to it. Sells coffee and whatever else. Then there's somewhere I like above that I can fucking make art. Oh, it's a cool studio. Mm. You can maybe it turns into a bar at night. There's live music. Me and my mate Matt. Or what I'm called the Myth. Shout out Myth. Um, wanted to start this place, which was based this concept and called it Scarpers, because you know, like I don't know if it's quite a British term, but like if the cops would talk, oh yeah, Scarpers, yeah, 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 and we were like, oh, I kind of a cool name for a bar, Scarpers, and it would be this whole thing and all this crazy shit. Do you still want to do this? Because yeah. obviously, Crumb is like not that version. Of it, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think version. I know a location. Now. We will chat about okay, this I'm later. Done. But I've had my good. eye on this building for a while. Um, and have us, we ever thought it'd be cool because he really liked skating. It'd be, we were like, how cool would it be if you had a skate shop uh. where you had all the shit you could buy <clears> and then like behind this massive glass door, they had like a fucking half pipe and shit and you could like trial the stuff and you just saw people like <laughs> skating behind the guys and doing fucking mad tricks on like a half pipe, like that was in the store. So you're like, fuck, we'll have this a half pipe yeah, in it. Like and then this. I thought, um, you ever been to like a studio where they do glass blowing and you can watch them do stuff? That's like what, one of the sorry? main areas, like glass blowing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do it with a few other things, but glass blowing is one of those ones quite, um, oh, oh, the pottery. art of making it is quite an art in itself to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's quite cool when you'll be in the studio and there's like obviously the shop where you can buy it all in the gift shop, etc. right? But yeah. there's actually, you can be within the realms of the studio. It's you know like having it a kitchen like Ozone, you can see them make the food. Like a cool element that adds to it with that. I was also for some reason like I don't know what, but it'd be gangster to have like a lower floor and there's a massive glass bit you can stand on in the middle of like this huge warehouse mm-hmm. and, and look you can down. watch some cool shit get made. Yeah. Whether it's a sculpture studio or a screen printing place, whatever it is, or just me making. Oh, art I was gonna say all you cool painting. To, be able to watch yeah. people make stuff that's made okay. in the space. So it's just like a solid five year plan then. We've got yeah, this. Yeah, lifetime plan. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some crazy shit. Yeah. And just everything that I was like, what's all the things my mates do? Okay, some of them are in bands, some of them mm. do clothes shit. Mm. How do we bring this all together in one space? How just make a space yeah. where people can hang out and they can hang out like yeah. 24 hours a day pretty much? Mm-hmm. And you can just do a bunch of. A community space cool almost. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I was also thinking about the idea of like, what makes people like that? And all these different groups, because we obviously like getting tattooed as well. So we're like, I'd be sick of the tattoo shop as well. Just <laughs> everything we would ever want to buy. One space, which is all sick. Barbers, boom! Like it's kind of quite a well. This location I'm looking now. at is is it's three stories, so we could make go. it work. Yeah, and then oh, the, the main thing I think for me as well is I never imagined myself ever being involved in the cafe element because I'd never done hospo, really? and it didn't appeal to me to ever do anything with coffee. It was like I just like drinking good coffee and having a vague knowledge of that, mm. and enjoying hospitality rather than actually giving any of it. Mm-hmm. And then the story of Crumb happened, and now it's taking me this long. But now I'm like, oh, okay. I just never realized that I would probably be in the cafe element of it, yeah. and then maybe expand the rest of it by doing that. Yeah. But then I've always appreciated and enjoyed the idea of someone starting and like from the ground up, like, yeah. oh, I own this clothing shop now, but I used to be a fucking fitting room guy yeah. ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. I always think that's really a good skill set to have if you're a manager or a boss or something is like I used to be you yeah. so do really well and then you can be me do you really like the sorry to change gears a little bit but no like way. do you really love like the the human element to this place yeah for sure like I think that's something that you guys like cultivate weird. really well versus you know other other cafes in the area it's like I think having that thing that you could almost say is like the priceless element to yeah. a place like the vibe yeah. and the whole human element is yeah. what we've curated pretty well and then the rest of it we still kind of try well the chain. community that comes with it and it's like how you guys make your customers feel when they walk in and leave 
yeah. they always well for me that's why I kept and coming I back was has, you made me feel yeah. better like I would come in feeling 80% and I left almost 100 almost. Almost 100. <laughs> but we need you to do maybe the rest of it because otherwise we're doing that for you say that and again that sorry self care would it no, but you, you know what I mean. 20%. You make you make your cus you you make yes. your customers feel better about themselves. I said to someone the other day, I think at the art opening, I was like, I want crime to just slowly become more and more like the last thing you think about it is that it's a cafe. Yeah. One that it's a no brainer. You're like, we're just gonna go there and grab coffee and a fucking mm-hmm. Reuben or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it's more that like you're just going like, it's like oh, there's other things happening there, or yeah. oh, let's go see the thing there, or we just want to be there because of like the thing. Well, the community that you've created with it, right? Yeah. And something that's like the, a huge pull with coffee culture in New Zealand, isn't it? It's like, I don't know. I've always really liked. Do you think it has the New Zealand element as what plays into it? I feel like. And it's hard for me to say because I've not, I've not really lived elsewhere for long enough to be like, oh, Kiwi coffee culture is all about the. The, the community you know the people or I think there is people in the coffee culture in New Zealand that are really part of it and make yeah. that but I don't I don't think as a whole that would be something I would add no. that might be incorrect but I just don't I don't have it's not in my life I don't know like I you might agree but I don't find myself in, the, in situations where I am doing that I just don't have Being time glitchy. for it yeah but it's everyone like, talks about people behind their back I find that's a comforting way to think about myself. I'm like, I know people talk about me behind their oh, back. I sure. talk about them behind their back. I don't know if people. It doesn't, it doesn't do have to be in like me. a horrifically just... horrible way that we're really bitching about somebody we don't yeah. actually want to be their mate, and then it's like this horrible thing like it more is in school, maybe. Mm. Is that kind of like. I just don't have time for it. If someone wants to talk about, you know, negatively of a person with me, I'm just not really there, <clears> here <throat> for it, if that makes sense. I don't know. But you might both, um, have this, you might both agree on what happened. Oh, yeah. Way, if they so. say something, I'm like, yeah, they've probably done that. Yeah. I, you know what I mean though yeah. like I don't want to spend my time speaking negatively of people if they fucked up they fucked up mm. move on I don't know we're waiting for your input I don't Go. know why but I feel like you've got something to say which would be interesting well, you, we're all in bubbles yeah. we're all stuck in an Auckland bubble that's stuck oh, on the sure. internet so like I, I'd, everything we've said about people is entirely wrong if you go to Timaru <laughs> uh, not wrong but it's in, you're, we're, 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 everything we've said becomes completely untrue when you go into a different space within New Zealand. So. Do you, and the thing that people want to say stuff to their face or like. And just all of it. Like, or just all of everything. it. Like, yeah. The way people behave is different in different scenarios. Like it's all, there's a lot of stuff going on, but like, yeah, I'd say we're all, the reason that we all get along in this room is because we all share qualities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the idea that you don't like, bitch about you're not in a group of people where bitching happens Often. and that either of us aren't either doesn't mm. surprise me because we all get along like-minded individuals yeah so we're not gonna we? be friends with people who do do that yeah so we're not gonna even we're, we're gonna think that that doesn't happen anymore yeah it most definitely does it's just but not it most in our lives happens. yeah not yeah. in our bubbles like do you that. also mean in the scenario of that those if you're in timaru you might be there and it's not like by choice to be there yeah <laughs> no 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 i don't mean that because i think a lot of people choose to be there i i I think, Would you go uh, sorry, I think I, a lot of the people are, who aren't in big cities are smarter than other people who are oh, in yeah. big cities. Yeah. Most I time. meant more in a sense of um, you have less choice of people who you can be friends with, so you will then have a higher level of like, ah, oh, well, this element turns a bit shit that they bitch all the time, but you know, mm-hmm. like they're the one good cunt I've met in Timaru, mm-hmm. for example. Well, you get along. You learn to compromise I mean. and get along. 100%. People in cities, especially. You, you know, have to you have, have the more internet. compromise in small towns, right? You do. Everyone decided they're gonna, um, their, their entire life is gonna be an aesthetic, including the friends that they have, mm. the places they go to, the things they talk about, the things they care about, the things they show. Mm-hmm. You have the luxury to do that here. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's wealth privilege. Yeah. Really? I, I agree. Cultural I mean, privilege. And well, I would say that I, I would, I, well, it's not an argument, but it's like, but I've, work to be where I am so I like left the hometown where you don't have the choice to like hang out with the dudes at the bar that some of them are pretty like openly racist and you just like laugh at their joke about oh yeah those guys stealing the job so like you kind of awkwardly laugh where you don't really go full send on like calling them out whereas you're like well I don't want to have to deal with that shit in my life anymore so I'm going to yeah, leave I'm gonna that re- shit place and I'm going to yeah. move to somewhere where like mm. if that did happen I could call someone out or in a current space where I could own the business that I'm like get the fuck yeah. out yeah, sort of yeah. thing if I'm, if I I'm don't have to have those conversations because I'm going to hang out with Isaac and M and other people who are like minded that we're not going to have racist conversations if I may say that the, the difference there isn't whether a racist conversation happens or not it's 
the differences between you who's gone i'm in a situation i would rather curate my situation mm. and have it be around people that i'm actually in versus someone who's like i'll make do with my situation mm-hmm. you'll find those not only in timaru with the uh, example you gave but you'll find the same people in auckland with like well all my friends go to the gym and go to this place to have cafe and they go mm. and they take photos of these things i don't really like that but i'll just get mm, along true. with it yeah. So like it's it, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter really what part of life it enters into. Hmm. Yeah, true. You know, it's different like, we make do with. And the fact that we're all in this room is kind of the point I made. Is that we're all the kinds of people who've like, well, we're going to prioritize what we think we want to do instead of getting along in ways mm-hmm. we're kind of like, um, like hard headed almost like kind of people who are like, well, no, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm going to change my things. But there's a lot of people who don't. I mean, there's a lot of people, the lockdown people, yeah, I make a joke where I'm like, well, you should change your life, you idiot. If you thought if lockdown was a great, like, yeah, break, break for you. But the, if, you know, the, the real point on that is that like some people are more prone to just getting along. Mm-hmm. And that's what that break, mm. that break was the break for them. Yeah. Because they are people who just want to, they'll go back to that and they'll continue just to get along. Yeah. And that's a completely fine way to live. But do you, mm, but it I is different. I think most people exist like that because they don't know how to break out of that habit. Or yeah. It's like well, they're scared to. They're, they're afraid of change as well. I don't, I don't, I don't without sounding like judging people who are mm. different. I just mean, um, I don't know how to put it. But like, are we any happier because we challenge that and forge our own thing than they are, really? It depends. But you can't, how are you going to do it? You can't do a study on are you happier or not. Yeah, but we can kind of look at everyone, everyone, wherever you look, looks equally unhappy and equally happy. So I just don't think it makes a difference. Like, you just got to follow what, like, we wanted to be like, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm going to go somewhere else and do this thing. Mm -hmm. That's made us happy and unhappy. And other people have like, been like, oh, this is fine. I don't want to go do this kind of thing, and now I'm equally unhappy and happy. Do you think they're just like okay with? Yeah, of course. I find it interesting because I've always like I'm always jealous of someone who can just be like content. <laughs> that's the way to put it. Yeah, like I just work in a supermarket. I've been working there 25 years. I'm pretty Some chuffed benefits with that. to it. It's pretty yeah. whatever. A few kids, you know. It's very just that. Like a, just such a. I want to say this in the least. It's gonna sound so like judging and shit, but like unambitious because mm-hmm. that's a blessing and a curse to be so like driven and ambitious to be like yeah. I want to make the fucking this whole weird space that crime is like mm. could have op- reopened crime and just made it a very like that compromised place of like it's just I want to open a cafe to make some money yeah. so I don't have a boss but it's very just mm-hmm. whatever I've gone in the other end of the spectrum of like I want it to be exactly this thing and if you come in with this attitude I'll literally tell you to leave yeah. we're, only, we're not going to sell anything with eggs in because fuck poached eggs you know and like whatever like there's so many thoughts that go into having a thing like this that is turning away people before they would even stop here. Yeah. You know? There's intentions that are so, like, strong. But I see it, I understand how much of, like, a benefit it is or, like, some people might be almost jealous of, like, oh, you can draw, man, and that's so cool. I'm like, yeah, but it's awesome. No, there's always a do curse it. side yeah. to it of, like, but I'm hardly ever satisfied with anything. Yeah. You know? Or I'm always like, what's the next idea, you know? That's what I mean. Like, you're saying it's so hard to then go on a fucking, oh, I'm going to lie on the beach in Bali holiday. And you're yeah. there for four days like, oh, fucking ripping hairs out still. Because like, what else yeah. should I be doing? Or yeah. I, And then you flick on Instagram and you're like, oh, this guy's still creating shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. Without saying like, oh, well, is me. My life's so hard because I'm so cool and creative. Yeah. No, but it is. But like you're saying, everyone is equally happy and unhappy. Yeah. No matter what your different fucking things Yeah, no, are. I agree with that now. I understand what you're saying I think but I also don't feel like it was purely me being like I want to get out of here because I'm going to curate my life to only have these things no but you no. weren't happy to settle yeah but I feel like that comes more from like the way I have as my my personality of like I'm saying like that I'm I do ambitious. think it's in the person yeah. so it, it's less of like but a we all have different like, personality oh, types as well don't we like as three or just everyone. I'd say we're all pretty A type. Well, I think we, <laughs> the three I of us. I know all that shit eh, about like personality types and like being the, I... all those terms and it's like, oh, you're a giver or you're a fucking yeah. whatever. Like Miriam was talking about what Jack is the other day and stuff like that. She's, you're probably this and that. I'm going to tell you a story. Any of that stuff. So my mum works in personal development, yeah. right? <laughs> I think you know this. I know. Um, 
so she's like a I I I'm doing air quotes. Life coach. I'm laughing more that you're like. She's a life coach. No, but she's. in a person, and you're like, you know, like, have you been coached by Emily's mother? That was such a weird. We've talked about this before. She she has like a a hybrid role of almost like psychologist, but understands the human brain and how it works. So she's going to give you understanding of yourself and the why that why you do things, why you do them. And um, give you the tools to work past the shit that you don't understand, right? That's basically a summary of what she does for people. Can you and also um, turn off the scales? That was definitely a low battery. <laughs> Start the story again. We can cut this in. Yeah. So your mum. My mum. Yes. She works in personal Shout development. Out. Yeah, sure. Shout out Paula. Shout out Paula. Your hon. Um, so she works in personal development. Air, air quotes life coach. Mm. And she started doing this when I was like, when I started school. She's like, stay at her mum until I started school. And um, it's neuro, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. And so she, you just get like a great understanding of how, how the human brain works, how we all process and understand hum, like information and our own filters of the world is the way I use what her knowledge anyway in my life. And when I was 18, I did a three-day course on human personality types it's called the enneagram program and it sounds it sounds really left-wing when i explain it but basically it breaks down all of the personalities that we have in the world into nine sort of digestible like traits or personalities Mm. and these profiles of types of people right and i think it was probably one of the most i couldn't recommend doing it at that age, at 18, when I was like entering the workforce or entering the real world and having to fend for myself. And I was finding, I was getting frustrated at my brother or frustrated with people in the world. And I was like calling my mom at the end of the day at uni and she was in Dargaville and I was in Newmark. And I was like, I just don't understand why this person's talking to me like this and treating me like this or working on this group project together like this. And it's, it's driving me up the wall. I don't understand this guy. He's a dick. Mm. She's like, no, he's not a dick, hun. He's just experienced his life differently to you and sees and views different situations differently to how you would and I was like care to explain bitch because like <laughs> I don't understand this guy like I don't get it my brother pisses me off he's so slow I'm a high, like high visual processor and he takes half an hour to tell a story and I've said it in 10 seconds you know like we're two very different people and I just don't understand how he lives his life the way he does saying that way tells a story just like Get to the point! <laughs> Literally me at every family dinner. I'm just He just says, I'm an R far too many times, right? So I was finding myself getting really frustrated and angry at people when I wasn't really like that ever before. Mm-hmm. So I do this weekend course. You get the book. You do the test pre-hand. So you figure out what you are. And because I am the person I am, I just only cared about my result. my result um but i you know i listened to the other eight profiles and it was just like really helpful in terms of understanding that so and so does not think he's an asshole but you think he's an asshole for the way he acted in that situation right but he's just seeing it through his own world and his own values and his own filters and the way mm-hmm. that and what he values in life so i i think that's what gave me the understanding that no one's out here wanting to be the dick you know like i believe that no one comes Apart from Isaac, but yeah. Apart from Isaac. Comes out here to say, you know what? I'm really going to piss him off today. You know, I don't think anyone really starts their day with negative intention. I might be kind of naive in saying that, but I just really don't believe that people start their day wanting to be an asshole. I think that sounds like so, quite an educated view and a very good world view. Most it just, people. It just gave me the understanding around just like human psychology and that we're not all... I think that's a good thing to try and yeah. learn. Yeah. It's like... This person sees they've they've experienced life this way, so maybe yeah. that's why it's come It's not always an attack on each other. And they other. have different drivers in life as well. Yeah. It's like I'm type three, and so is my dad, and that is the achiever. Mm. But it also it has its perks, like work, being having having a great say work ethic or drivers in life are to tick. Like I said at the start of the podcast, tick boxes of life, right? But it also has its sort of like downside, is that we can be quite vain and status conscious and those aren't necessarily things that yeah and and overworkers and can't chill out on their holidays so it's like you know you you get your win but none of the personality types are better than any others because they all have their their goods and their bads but it was it was just really cool to learn that at 18 
that's that really it was beneficial. yeah because I also think you're quite mature but I also get that you're only 23 yeah that's obviously played into what I feel yeah but I think we also and also all... think the cool thing is that you need every different personality type in the world to oh exist oh my god yeah so you can exist in the way that you function life would the way be, that I do life would be so boring if we all agreed wouldn't it or had the same experiences and the same life views it's like some people wouldn't tell you that but yeah I mean I experienced some pretty rough shit when, like from 17 through to now to yeah. be fair and but I think it's like we said it's like it's not the issue at hand it's how you deal with it and the first two times you you come up with some real life experiences sometimes it's someone like a guy won't experience loss or hurt or trauma till he's bloody 27 and I experienced it at 17 and you know you you the first times it really it's really hard and it's really shit and then you start to grow coping not necessarily coping mechanisms but ways ways to deal with trauma or grief and stuff and I think that grows you and changes you as a person and really changes your perspective on life as well it's like I would never wish trauma on someone for them to grow the fuck up but it sometimes it has advantages it's like you know I think it's not about wishing trauma it's it's almost wishing like someone to see like something bad as a character building experience yeah exactly or, like, saying like to learn from it yeah rather than just either ignoring it or being like i don't want to put myself in any position where i can ever experience bad things because exactly. like, that's going to happen in- inevitably. don't cover yourself in cotton wool because you're not you're not going to get anywhere for that it's like you know yeah. my dad we both know my my dad's become quite sick since yeah we've got really bad news in lockdown and it's like <clears throat> I could have, you know, stayed in this really shitty dark hole for a, for months with it, and because obviously he's not getting any better. But I think it's like, yeah, shit, shit news. But I, it's given me so much more appreciation for my family and the people I have around me. I suppose like there's there's learnings from every shit situation. You I know? feel that's one of the really cool things about humans is that like when something so bad happens mm. or even like not so bad but like just but just not up, great yeah yeah that's where we actually thrive the most and we yeah. actually benefit from the most mm. and we're just like do you know what fuck this shit we're resilient yeah exactly we're gonna go and fucking make this into a positive yeah. thing and that's why we're not fucking sat around scratching our ass and picking fleas with each other like the no. rest of the chimpanzee <laughs> I mean I do I do like, pop my boyfriend's know. pimples on occasion so well, I do yeah. quite I get a lot of joy from that salmon, yeah, <laughs> hey exactly also, but you know but no. yeah, I think that's one thing that makes people fucking awesome is that we're just like we're still fucking here after all the shit that's happened yeah for however long humans have been on this earth exactly think how much shit has happened to every individual ever that's existed yeah. that's a fucking yeah it's mind blowing it's too much shit yeah and you break it down to an individual, then we can all deal with it in some exactly. fucking weird way. For sure. And deal with it. It's like, oh, she was still here and we're doing cool shit. Yeah. And we've made some fucking cool shit happen. It's, it's even more inspiring, I think, when the person that has legitimately dealt the shittest card, you know, my dad having cancer, he is still here calling me every day, telling me what he's up to. And he's just like, I'm just fucking happy I'm here. And I'm here, I'm going to go fishing. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to go fishing. I'm going to do this to the house. I'm going to build a subdivision. You know, like, he's got plans, man. And he's just like, every day I'm here is a fucking good day. Pardon me? It's like a kick up the ass to be potentially like, hey, you might not be alive forever now. Mm. Oh, fuck, we're going to do what I actually want to do. Yeah. And and the thing with his type of cancer is he doesn't know how long he's got. Like, Mm. none of us do. And I think that, that was initially really frustrating for me. I was just like, I want to know how bad it is. What's going on? Give me the full story. I need to educate myself so that if I have information, I'm in control, I'm in power, and I'm not fucking sad or at the whim of this disease. I want to be in control of it. You know, I want to understand. going to a doctor going, just want to check about these three Yeah, here's my you know? <laughs> uh, list of questions. But it's like, it, it just makes you appreciate every day you've got if you don't really know. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes yeah. any sense, but it's just like... That's sounding like super, like wanky which I shouldn't even have to call off on that statement because fuck it whatever but like the almost the biggest thing you'll get out of it is like you'll get an amazing experience in a weird way out of it because you'll learn to appreciate life more yourself obviously it sucks that like your dad has to go through whatever he's going through but like isn't that what you essentially want by having like a daughter in the world yeah to be like they can learn from my shit yeah I've already and yeah, and I'd already learned a fuck ton from the guy in you know, like twenty three years of being here to, to, like to, to appreciate. Sense, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like we haven't talked this in the last what what's the month? Is it August? It's we haven't like the, the last nice. however many months it's been. 
this is uh, this is most I've spoken to him since I lived in the same house as him when I was seventeen. Mm. You know what I mean? Since my yeah. childhood, this year we've spoken more than we have in the last five years, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's just like sometimes it takes those those monumental life changing fuck ups for you to realize like how much your your people in your life. I would almost say, why would it not mean? take those monumental fuck ups? Yeah. Because otherwise, you're just on your day to day shit. Yeah, you, you you're wrapped up in your own life. All the time, because yeah. you can't. Your brain yeah. can only handle so much shit. Yeah. So you need that thing to be like injected in, of just like a punch in the face, like mm. whoa, stop everything. Yeah. Reassess. Bigger picture, well, yeah. What's... Or just to be reminded, like, oh yeah, I should probably talk to my dad. Yeah. Or care for my family more. Yeah. Or think outside myself and, day, and, like... and give a friend, give a friend a call and check in on them. But I don't you feel know? like anyone should ever feel like they're a bad friend or a bad... For not doing that. No, 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 no. Or what, you know, but because they're not um, doing that. Because it's like, you don't have a child to then, like, them... Give you and, love in return to... Yeah, 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 like, it's the unconditional love that you're like, they may never talk to me ever again because I might mm. fuck up. Mm. And I'm always going to love and care for them. And that yeah. sucks so bad, right? But, mm. like... If they then do reciprocate that on mm. the times, then I know mm. like it does mean something. You mm. can't put it onto your child to be like, you have to meet these demands of every week we need to fucking talk or mm. whatever. Because mm. it doesn't mean shit. Because no. you're like, that's not what love is. No. Love no. is like that. I know that the person, like, you know, yeah. if you've got a partner, you know yeah. they can just fuck off, but they don't. Yeah. That's what makes it work. That's, that's what makes that's, it a real yeah, thing. Exactly. Which is that weird thing of like, you kind of need like, shit things and suffering in the world for them to have the opposite adversity of that. yeah to, to go through like, that i can appreciate shit mm. you know just a bit of just always okay all the time everyone be like this is fucking way worse yeah just an endless average you'd just be yeah. like nah especially as an achiever you'd be like fuck this we're all average what are you talking about yeah, i want to fucking average exactly so basically fuck communism <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast that was crumbs have a listen to all the rest of the ones we got up here. Come in for a coffee sometime. Have a great day.